Did I ever tell you the story of when I had a Coke Zero in my room? Right? No. No. And I heard a squeaking one night, and I was convinced it was a rat in my room. And it was squeaking. I looked everywhere with me air, me, me air pistol, mm. like sideways, <laughs> ready. Sideways? Oh, right. You yeah. know what I mean? I know what you mean, no. Yeah, right, like, uh, ev- over, under every crevice, pointing my gun at it. And uh turned out to pole. Took a good three hours for me to realise. That's a lot of gas, though, isn't it? To go on for three hours. Yeah. Hmm. And welcome to episode 22 of Who Can Convince You. I'm Harry. I'm Luke. How are you? I'm alright. i got a dicky tummy today. Hmm. Dicky tummy. It's only started an hour ago. Tell you what, though. The shit... Right. I had a shit this morning. Hmm. Where this will go, I don't know. But... I was shocked. Spat the pat... <laughs> My dad told me as well. Uh, people never really talk about this. Do you want to get out the shower when you fart? And it slaps. No. <laughs> oh, have you not had that? No. It's like a whip. How are you, Harold? Uh, fine. Would you like a quiz? Already? Yeah. Straight in. All right, let's do the quiz then. So this week's quiz, I'm going back to four items, mm. priced highest to lowest. Mm. We got the dock. Yep. Item A is a Doctor Who Revelation of the Daleks TV series 1985 original guard helmet prop. <laughs> Item B is Doctor Who Alien Army's job lot. 34,000 cards. What's that? It's apparently like Battles in Time. It looks like... But it's got, oh, it's, so it's, it's New Who, because it's got the new yeah. logo. I've never heard of that. Item C is a Doctor Who pewter chess set, collector's edition, Dalek, Cyberman, etc. Oh, that's cool. I'm guessing K9's the horse. The knight. Maybe. Item D is... This is a wordy one. Doctor Who, the two Doctors' original studio prop set model, plan of the Hacienda and restaurant sets. Just to add a bit into that one. An incredibly scarce survivor 
This cardboard studio model would have been used during production, discoloured with age, but this was made over 35 years ago in 1984 and was not created to last. There are some small tears and some places where glue has worn off. Measures approximately 34.8 centimeters by 37.7 centimeters by 11.4 centimeters tall, being sold to raise funds for a medical master. Okay, <laughs> I'll do it again. Um, it's not though, is it? What? It's not. It, I could make that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's any proof. I didn't. I didn't check. Where would you put it? What would you do with it? Burn it. You would, wouldn't you? That, well, go, that goes in the burn pile. Get me dad at it. I think <laughs> if you garden. bought something like that yeah. and you didn't live alone, mm. it does run the risk of I chucked it in the bin. Yeah. So maybe don't buy it. Well, mate, yeah, buy it if you live alone, but don't buy it if you have a significant other or housemate who's prone to tidying up. Meaning it looks like crap. It'll be all right in this house then. Hey. Mm. What's the first one? What is that? It is a revelation of the Daleks guard helmet prop. Right. Would you like to see the original? Is, it, is this an original or is it a replica? Yeah, re- right. original. I can't find any evidence of it. Nothing. Just take my word for it. All right. <laughs> so highest to lowest. Highest to lowest. Right. Assume on right, so I don't think that helmet's metal. It looks like polystyrene. It'll be the same thing that that Cyberman head is probably. Oh really? Yeah, fiberglass. Fiberglass. Or some sort of a resin mold. They wouldn't have steel milled it, would they? Weigh a ton. No. That could be like that. Oh well, it's just got scuff marks and the paint's chipped off. I haven't really examined the picture. Well, I am, because i got a judge. Oh, oh, yeah, I can see it. Oh, yeah. It's definitely... It'll be fiberglass. Something... Oh, like injection mold. Well, it doesn't... I hope in the description it says it's a bit, you know, damaged. Uh, would you like me to read the description? Yes, please. Okay. The description says... Mm. An original guard's helmet used in the production of the BBC science fiction... T- yeah, we know... The helmet can be seen on screen in the 1985 story Revelation of the Daleks starring Colin Baker as the Doctor and Nicola Bryant as his assistant, Perry. The helmet is made of fiberglass with foam padding attached inside. It remains in good production, used condition with additional wear from use. The helmet has been signed by Colin Baker, the Doctor that originally starred in the episode after having the honour of meeting him in person. Revelation of the Daleks is the sixth and final series and story of... It's the 22nd series of the... Fuck, what? I don't know. Oh, well. This comes with a Studio Props UK Certificate of Authenticity. Isn't it mad? So that went out that out the set. Went in someone else's hands. Probably, I don't know, used to masturbate on. And then found its way back to Colin. Isn't that something... Right. And now it could be in your hands. Do you want me to buy it for you? No. Uh, now, 34,000 cards is quite a lot. It is a lot of cards. And would you like me to tell you a bit more about them? A little bit. I'm not that arsed on them. Okay. Let me just find Because if I've never heard of them, then it's, it can't be that much, is it? Okay. 
Doctor Who Alien Army's job lot, 34,500 cards. Condition is new, all sets are individually wrapped and labelled. Wow. Also have thousands of spare cards, and I mean thousands of interests. (laughs) What are we doing? Uh, We can count them. Also, limited editions, there's 223 limited edition cards that are in there. Uh, That's all the information I have. I'm actually intrigued with this one. Kind of want it. I'm assuming it's not Battles in Time. No, it's not Battles in Time, but it's... It's some sort of... Top Trumpsy kind of oh, thing. Oh, here is we it? go. It's, so it's done. Oh, what's that company? It's all blurred. They do the stickers, football stickers. You make these cards. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you see the you, you know, the yellow label on the bottom right of the cards? Mm. Oh, I, I can't think of what. Oh, is it they Panini? Are. I think so. Yeah, it is Panini. So I'm guessing these are the shit off third brand ones. You know, you can have the license, but mm. so they're not. Yeah. All right. All right. All right, chess set. Yeah, we're talking big, big, big money here. Big money. Would you like me to give you a description of the chess set? Not really. It's a chess set. It's a chess set. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like it though. Um, it's a bit of a shame none of them are painted though. I'm, I'm guessing you're supposed to do it. No, you just no. I'm guessing you're supposed to paint them yourself. You're supposed to paint them yourself. What doctor is it? What do you mean? What doctor is it? What doctor is included in that chess set? Is it Perwy? I don't. I'm I don't, asking. Well, K nine's there, so I'm going to assume Tom Baker. Oh, probably. Um, Hang on, they're all there. They're all there. Oh well, yeah, of course they are. Yeah, sorry. All right. So, yeah, hey, all the Daleks' eyes well, are think. bent as well, and one's actually missing an eye. He is two actually missing yeah. an eye. Uh, right. I don't want it anymore. You can fuck off. I reckon. There it is in use. Right, so the chessboard's not even themed. Did someone make that, or is it? No, it, is a, it was a thing that you could buy. Right, looks like some eagle boss would make. I reckon. Highest to lowest. I reckon. The cards are first. Then okay. the chess set. Okay. Then the helmet. Yeah. And then the shitty. Whatever that is. 3D model. Final answer? Say it again. No, is, is that your final answer? That is my final answer. Completely wrong. Oh. Can I have another go? Yeah. I reckon paper model first. Right. Then the helmet. Yeah. Then the chest set. Yeah. Then the cards. Completely wrong. Can I have an- So first is the... Uh, Revelation of the Daleks guard helmet prop. I wasn't completely wrong. I said that first. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Coming in at 2,495 pounds. Oh, my God. Then it's the Alien Army's job lock cards at 1,800 pounds. Fuckers. He's got loads, though. And then it is... (laughs) Sorry. The... um, Shit. Two Doctors... Uh, paper. Oh, is that f- two doctors? Is it? Yeah. Where? Hacienda. No. Yeah. I thought it was just a building they rented out. Well, floor plan. I'm, I'm guessing. Oh I yeah. Don't know. Oh yeah. There's the stairs there. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one thousand two hundred pounds. Oh. For- <laughs> and the chessboard 
comes in at 1,050. This is insane. It's all damaged to fuck all these. Are you paid that? Well, no one did because it's still up. Right. Or do you want any of these? No. If you had to have one. I'd have the helmet. The spunky helmet. I'd go for the helmet. I'd go for the cards. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I just like cards. What the shit? I'm not going for chess set because I don't play it and it's all broken. Well, there you are. All right. There's your quiz. That's all right, that one. I like that one. Should we get on with it? All right. So, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Do you, or do you want me to go first? Because no. you'll, you'll get excited for your episode. Will then. I? Um, so, my story this week is the arc. The arc. From season three, serial six, aired from the 5th to the 26th of March, 1966. I gave up halfway through that sentence. Aired from the 5th to the 26th of March, 1966. Written by Paul Erickson and Leslie Scott. Uh, directed by Michael Emerson. Emerson? Yeah. Emerson. Produced by John Wiles. Script edited or story edited by Jerry Davis. With music by Tristram Carey. It is four episodes long. That's why I just say first names. Would you like a synopsis? Aye. The Doctor and his companions, Stephen and Dodo, arrive some 10 million years into the future, on board a generation starship which is carrying the last of humanity away from an Earth that is about to fall into the sun. However, the cold that Dodo has could prove devastating to these future humans and their servants, the Monoids. Now, I do feel I sounded oh. a bit too happy about the Earth falling into the sun. Yeah. So I'll redo that line. Carrying the last of humanity away from an Earth that's about to fall into the sun. <gasps> rather than uh, about to fall into, into the, the sun. sun. <laughs> um, working title, The Space Ark. Crap. I prefer the Ark. Yeah. Um, More biblical. Well, any thoughts before we... Um, I've got some. Would you like to voice them? Yeah. Go on. Thumbs up from me. Really? Oh, yeah. Do you not like it? Well, it expand a little. Extrapolate. Yeah, if you could. Now, first episode, I think, is the best. Hmm. And then the third episode. Right. Now, first episode. I just think it's a great idea. And it's a great idea. You don't know what setting is. I just thought it was a, you know, a jungle job again. Mm. And then you see the elephant. You've got a real elephant there. Yeah. That's cool. Would you like a bit of info about the elephant? No, because there's going to be abuse and I don't want to hear no. Well, the elephant was called Monica. Oh. And Monica is still alive. No. 
Well, she was 10 when this was filmed. How? Well, she must be 60-odd now. Yeah. 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 Um, she now lives in Thailand where she gives rides to visitors on chains. So that's a bit sad. That's really depressing. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, so maybe we should all go and free Monica. Hashtag free Monica. Um, I thought it was just great. I didn't, re- it didn't really go into my brain that the arc, you know, Noah's arc. 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 Because he's got all the animals there because they all escaped because of the sun, earth situation. Yeah. We don't talk about it. And I just thought it was great. And the characters are funny as well. They've all got a funny way of saying things. And there's one guy Dreadful. who just can't act for his life. I'm going to assume it's the commander. Uh, or, the, he's the one. I think he's the one who goes to the planet at the end to converse with the doctor. I think it's him. When he no 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 it's not. Well yeah it's him and the the other guy who falls ill first. Yeah, that's the, the head commander. guy. The yeah. one under him, his son. Oh, it's not his son. Oh, who is it's it? It's his second in command, Xantos. Oh, just dreadful. Yeah, dreadful. Awful. Awful. But uh, it's a lot of fun though. The, the script is awful. The, the dialogue, I mean. Yeah. The I think the first episode is actually the worst for dialogue. Um, I think it's very much a a game of two halves. The first two episodes, and then the second two. Right. I don't know which ones I prefer. I do find it quite difficult to get to the end. No. I have a strong memory of really liking this. Yeah. But it, I struggled. Is this the first time that I like an old Who episode that you don't like? I don't not like it. No, you don't not like any old Who. I just think it's a bit hard going. Maybe episode three? I think it should have been six episodes long. The, I think the monoids are crap. They look great. They look like Anne Robinson. Oh! <laughs> I kept expecting someone to fall over and their eyes just go... Well... That's great. The monoids were moves. all... I'm guessing they put their tongue behind the eye to well, move it. the monoids were all played by actors, obviously, each holding a ping-pong ball in their mouth yeah. to represent the alien's single eye. The upper portion of the actor's face was hidden by a beetle wig. Yeah. And the hair was actual yak hair. Yak. That's cool, isn't it? Peter Purvis thought the monoids looked ludicrous and couldn't take them seriously as a monster. And that was back then. Mm. Um. I, yeah, the hair's a bit shit, but... I just think they're crap. Especially I, in episode three and four. When they start to speak, forget it. Yeah. It's just, oh, yeah. You know what I would like to see? The Ood instead. God. That would have been cool. Would it? Yeah. I, thought, I could see that. Uh. They're a slave race, 700 years after. Well, let's have a little overview of the story. So episode one, the TARDIS lands and Anne Robinson looks on. The ship they've landed on is the Ark that's housing all of the human population and animals. The commander then condemns a man mm. to miniaturization for 700 that years. That was cool. Right, but there's a flaw here, isn't there? Yeah. 
the flaw oh. in punish in punishment by miniaturization. It's going to take the humans seven hundred years to reach the destination, and by then the ones that are all alive will be dead. Yeah. So the person who's punished and asked and asked to be put into suspended animation will be allowed to carry on living when they reach the destination. Now, whilst everybody else is dead, the, I had. I, I thought this when I watched it. That doesn't make much sense. However, he does say he won't be a danger to us. Oh, right, okay. So it's just to throw him away. Because I'm guessing he didn't do anything that bad, because the girl says, Oh, I don't think it... No. Uh, yeah, the commander's daughter. I can't remember what her name is. is I'm, it... I'm guessing he didn't do something that bad. Is it Melon? Melian? Melon. Melian? Let's go with Melon. Melian? I like Melon. Uh... You c- it's awful that you can just constantly see your knickers. Didn't didn't notice. But I'll be honest with you, Harold didn't even the costumes. <laughs> oh, when uh, what's her face? What's the girl companion in this? Dodo. Now, when Dodo comes out at the end mm. in a new fab outfit, quote, and horrendous. And Stephen just con- is just staring. Yeah. At her. <laughs> Staring at a chest. Yeah, what are you looking at, Steve? I mean, there is a big target on it. Yeah. Awful. Awful. I had a proper good charm to this, though. Oh, I really like the miniaturization, though. Though. Doe, doe, doe. Doe, doe. Doe, doe. Doe, doe. Oh, maybe. So then the Doctor, Stephen, and Dodo get captured by the Monoids and are taken to the city where they're asked uh, the whole who, what, where, when, why. Uh, dodo gets. Dodo's cold gets caught by the monoid who dies. Uh, then, in a horrendous, awful bit of acting, hmm. the commander catches the cold and <laughs> keels over, like, oh, the heating's on. Why is it so hot in here? <laughs> and I tell you one thing they desperately, desperately need a DSA. A DSA? All of their mics, the S's. Oh, with that guy especially. Oh, God. Yes. Oh. Um, Awful. Yeah, horrendous bit of acting. And then even (coughs) in another even worse bit of acting, I think, the Doctor, Dodo and Stephen get reprimanded by uh, thingamajiggy. What's his name? That's Xantos. Awful. (laughs) Just points straight, sees them. Oh, that's one of my favourite bits. Oh, God. He looks around like... Take them. They must be made to pay for their crimes they have committed. Nice. I don't think that's what it's got in this... And again... Dodo got a few lines wrong as well. There's a lot of fluffs in this. A lot of fluffs. Not major, but a lot of minor ones. Yeah. And uh, the commander, Eric Elliott, Uh, he fluffs a lot. He doesn't last long anyway, so... Well, um, I like the idea of the cold. I didn't. There's well, there's a, nothing else there. I know, but it's one of the glaring issues I had with it. Like, why wouldn't... My first th- th- thought was, right, Dodo's got a cold. She shouldn't be mingling around with, like, other civilizations. However, you wouldn't anyway. It's like when you go to a different country. God knows what diseases they have there. Mm. I'm staying here. So... I'd rather they just don't deal with that because now you've got to think, right, well, every planet they go to, they're going to get ill from an alien virus. Can you fuck off? I'm sick of that fly. There's one little natty fly in this room. 
There's always one, isn't there? Yeah. Always I the seen one. It yet. Have you not? No. Let's wait and see it. <laughs> Go. Um, hot in here. Are you not hot? No. I really didn't mind the um, the cold thing. I thought that was probably one of the most interesting bits. But anyway. I don't. I don't know. We're on to episode two. The monoids then load the dead body monoid onto that stupid fucking truck that is horrendously loud. Slow as well. Do you know uh, the end of episode three when mm. they, when he drops them off? Why do we have to see him drive off again in reverse? Episode two, that is. <laughs> Why? Yeah, until he's completely out of shot did as well. Need, yeah, did he need to fill time or? I'm assuming they've paid for it. Mm. But we're getting our money out of this. So yeah, so the monoid loads the body onto that stupid truck, ready to be flung into space. Oh my god! I like the effect of them flying through space. It, it was awful. I it's really so like, funny. Though. I like the model for the sequences. There's in no this. sound. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. There's no sound for that body. No. Oh, cool. <laughs> um, uh, the trial a trial is then set up for the Doctor, Dodo, and Stephen. Mm. Stephen feels like shit, so he decides he's the best one to go and testify. Rubbish. Whilst the Doctor goes and work, works on a vaccine. In the cling film cell. When he falls over and you see the cling film. <laughs> also, how quickly can you catch the coals? Dead quick. Apparently. We're talking the space of seconds. Well, the commander was all right, and then the next minute he's like, it's hot. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. And Stephen the same, really. Just yeah. sweating, and then he's down. Which doesn't make sense, because he's human. Oh. <laughs> so the Doctor and co are sentenced to expulsion from the ship, but the commander overturns this uh, and says that they're allowed to find a cure for the virus, but they have to use Stephen as a guinea pig. The doctor then accuses everyone of the virus. No. The doctor then cures. No. Do you want to start the whole thing again? The doctor then cures everyone of the virus. They say their goodbyes and leave, only to materialise back in the same place sometime in the future, finding the massive statue of a monoid. Now, if I didn't research how many parts this was. I thought it would end there. And well, I thought it would have ended there. I was when I, the, can I you can finish. And when they came back, I would have lost my shit. I was like, "That's really cool." Mm. I mean, I, I thought it was really cool anyway. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, it starts to go downhill for me now. Yeah, I'd agree there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's go. Let's Got go. Some well called war scenes, though, don't you? Episode three. The monoids have now overthrown the humans and now control the shit. Shit, I've put. <laughs> ship is what I meant. Did that last week as well. I know. The monoids then discuss their plans for landing on the planet Refucius. No. Refucius. Mm. As if they're some sort of cockney gangsters. Did you notice that? When they're on the Ark talking about the... Um, Who's this now? The monoids. Yeah. They can talk now. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. Um... They say, oh, what's the plan? And they all, like, gather around and mm. they're leaning onto the table, like, oh, mm. I'll tell you something. 
don't say a word. But I tell you something, we're going to get down a fucking planet. We're going to fucking invade. Stop staring my ball. <laughs> um, then after t- Where did he speak out of? Out of their bracelets. Necklaces. Not bracelets. Oh. So is he speaking out of The voices are crap. Yeah, they are. Yeah. It's Roy Skelton, one of them. Mm. And the other one is John Halstead. Roy Skelton does a, a lot of the Dalek voices in the, the 70s and 80s. Nah, they just sound the same. This is like the generic old classic well, monster voice. I think the problem with Roy Skelton is all his voices sound the same. Mm. So you can instantly challenge him because they all sound a bit like that. See the same one he did Weaver? That's someone else. Who? Weaver. Who? Wesker. Yes, it's Wester. Wester. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. He's Weaver. I don't know. Um, yeah, the voices are crap. Um, then, after attempting to overthrow the Monoids, the Doctor and Dodo, or Todo, as I've written... Todo. ...are taken with... None of this makes sense. Right, can you read it These are just now words. and correct it so you can just read it out properly? Because I can't be honest in this. attempted to overthrow the modified, the Doctor and Todo. Then, right, <laughs> this is what it says. Then, after attempting to overthrow the modified, Doctor and Todo... <laughs> Todo! ...at Taken with Annoyed to be first party down on Reduce... Right. Just delete all that. After attempting to overthrow the monoids, the Doctor and Dodo are taken with a monoid to be the first party down on Ris- Ref- Refucius. Refru- ref- on the planet. Yeah. When they arrive on the planet's surface, a strange invisible being opens the craft, gets in, and gets back out. Right. And a great effect of the door opening... It's all great, but why have we got another invisible thing? It's just a bit of a cop-out, isn't it, really? Yeah, it, it is, isn't it? Um, they spot a castle-like building, and they go inside. As the monoid starts to wreck the joint, an invisible voice booms out. The refusions are invisible. Why? Well, like we just said, cop-out. The humans then discover a bomb that's going to wipe them out when they land. Bomb? A bomb. Mm. Uh, The monoid then gets blown up in the shuttle. Awesome. Boom. It's dead cool, that. I like that. It is cool. Yeah, I like that. The camera just creeps to the left. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. There's some great direction in this. Yeah. It looks great. This is probably a good example of... No. This is uh, an okay... It's... It's okay. So if, we've gone from great direction. No, it's a it's great direction. It's probably one of the best directed ones of the Hartnell era. I'd uh, say. This is the When I watch Hartnell, it always seems a bit, you know flat. Throw it at the wall, see what sticks. Mm. Um but this seems like it they had a genuine idea of what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um Shame. <laughs> Episode 4. Hi. The Monoid pods then get sent to Refusus in a lovely model shot. You know when all of the little pods come out of the mm. arc? I like I that. see a little wire pulling them across. No. No. That's jet fuel. Right. Um, in front of them. Stephen tries to... St- let me try it like I can speak. 
while Stephen tries to start the revolt. The Doctor then gets the Refusions to pilot the pods back to the Ark. The bomb is then revealed to be in the head of the statue. The Monoids start to fight each other until one, as in... Until one, as in the character Monoid called one, is dead. The Refusions help the humans to get rid of the bomb and tells them they're allowed to live in peace with the surviving Monoids on the planet. The humans return the Doctor and Co. to the TARDIS in that stupid fucking car again and the Doctor starts to turn invisible. I lost my shit at the end of this. I have no idea what happened next. Would you like to watch the Celestial Toymaker? I'm going to watch it. Missing. No! Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, fuck. That's so annoying. Have they got the audio? Yeah, they got the audio. There's one episode of That's that. really annoying. Is it episode three that still exists? Ironic, though, isn't it? Because you can't see the Doctor and you can't see the episode. How ironic. <laughs> Let me have a look how many episodes the Celestial Toymaker was. Episode Sorry. four is surviving. One to three are missing. So you can watch episode four, but you, oh, can't, watch it. you can't watch any of the others. At least four. Yeah. They might animate it. Maybe. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Well, they've had they've announced two animations this week, haven't they? Evil of the Daleks. I've ordered it. Pre-ordered it. Um, and what else have they? Web of Fear? Mm. Yes, Web of Fear. Oh, have I seen that? No. They're all called the same thing. Web, web Planet. Planet, you've seen. What's the other web thing? Web of Fear. What's the other web thing? Vulnerable Snowmen. Well, the Yeti. Wait, hang on. The Web of Fear was coming out for ages. The Steelbook. No, well, the Web of Fear did come out. I have got it... It came out about two, three years but ago. they reanimated it, didn't they? They didn't animate, animate it. There was, there was missing episodes that turned up. So now they've animated the missing one. Oh, wow. Just to make it complete. And everybody's up in arms like, oh, the animation is shit. Oh, fuck off then. Yeah. Although it sounds like something, I'd say. <sighs> 20 years of uh, CGI, not, not done anything then now. Oh, well. There's four episodes to the arc. They've all what? got... Um, They've all got different individual titles for the stories. Episodes. I like them. That's one thing I do like about the Hartnell era. I do quite I do like the Hartnell era. I think there's some hidden gems in there. Like this one. I do think there's some hidden gems in there. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah, I always like that individual every episode has got its own little title. So episode episode one oh, is yeah, the Steel yeah. Sky. Yeah, I did notice that. Episode two, the plague. Episode three, the return. Episode, episode four, four, the, the bomb. bomb. Did they mention this bomb in all the other episodes besides four? Episode three, they mentioned the bomb, don't they? Oh, I think. Okay. So I never really got the gist of I what think. the bomb was in four, and then like it was well, in the statue suddenly. I was like, okay. So the bomb is there. So when they arrive on Refucius, or whatever the hell it's called, oh. the monoids will go down to the planet first yep. and tell all the humans, go on, get your it's bags safe. and get ready. It's get fine. your bags. Get your shoes Get on. yourselves in your pods. Mm. We'll come and get you now. Right, have you got your bag? Bang. Kill them all. No. Yeah. That was the plan. For the monoids to get to Refucius. But... 
that is only the plan 700 years on. Right. Because they've had enough of the humans. Could you stop turning around in the road with your whiny gearbox? It's like a cat with a hairball. It's... I was going to say. The bomb. Yeah. So it's only the it's only the plan 700 years on. Yeah. Because they've had enough of the humans telling them what to do. That, yeah, they just give up. And just say, oh, do you know what then? Forget it. I'm going to do what I want to do. I get um, you, but why the statue? Well, the statue's just one of those things, isn't it? I think that they just all make it It's really cool. Bored. I really like the look of the statue. Who do you think was... Who? <laughs> Who do you think was best Who? in the story? I have to say that the, the first two episodes, the characters are quite memorable. The last two, episode three and four, I have very little memory of who the guest cast are. Whereas one and two, the commander sticks in my head. Xantos oh, sticks in my head. Oh, you mean the side characters? Yeah, the girl with the knickers sticks in my head. Of course she does. Yeah. And there's one that's got a terrible haircut like Peter Beardsley. Um, I think... What's the man's companion, Ian? No. It's guest. What oh. man's companion? The man companion. Oh, Stephen. Stephen. Yeah. Close. Ian, like, befriends a girl, doesn't he? I remember her. Come again? His girly friend in the city. Girly friend in the city. Yeah, she's got hair. <laughs> Which story now? This one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's her. Yeah, I remember um, her. Oh, the knickers. Yeah, knicker girl. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Okay, knicker girl. Um, uh, I remember the guy who comes down and says, "Safe." Yes. They've all shot themselves. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they have a little dispute, don't they? The uh, monoids. Yes, and then they all start fighting with each other. That's funny. It's, yeah. Proper battle, that, isn't it? I'd say the worst acting. Come on, while they're fighting. Like sheep. Yeah. Awful. The worst actor has either got to be the commander hmm. or Zentos. Hmm. They're probably equally bad, but I think Zentos just tips it over the edge. Don't you don't really need to be a proper actor, do you, to be in these? You just need to know someone. Well, I'm sure that's how it works. I, I, that's why I, I, when I watched uh, Revelation of the Daleks, the Glass Dalek one. Yes. No, not the Glass Dalek one. The uh, Perchway one. Planet of the Daleks. Planet of the Daleks, the one where you know. Looking back, I really like that episode. It yeah, it's one of my favourites. It's very top three. It's just. It's completely stuck in my mind. I have no idea why. But I watched the special features for that. Nice. And um, The crap. No, that the weird audio, documentary. Audio commentary. Oh, over right, it. okay. Yeah, it's very early 2000s. Like. Mm. They're all in a pod, aren't they, yeah, talking about it? that's weird. All the effects. Oh. We, we're on DVD now. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm sure Joe said, the actress, said uh, that you can just walk on. Like, you don't need to be an actor, not like today. Hmm. You just need to know well, someone, Ryan. Okay, um, no, it's not his fault. I've never seen him in anything else, though. No, 
Ever. Telling that, isn't it? Telling. <laughs> um, but you, she must be right, because how the hell these landed a job? Yeah. Big roles as well. I swear, some of the... Uh, she's got big roles. She's, she's got big roles. roles. Um, uh, don't know if you noticed, but at the bottom left, when you, we first see the city, the bottom left of the screen, you just see kids dancing in a circle. Really? But that's in the court. One thing that is... Whip, Did bit, you not see it? No. It's in the court. Oh, yes. Court of law. Well, what? The weird thing is that everything takes place, really. In the court. In the control room come court, come recreation it's area. It's all mashed together. One big room. Yeah. Where they're flying the arc. Yeah. And doing court duty, kids playing. And executions. And hanging around. And driving that fucking truck through. Just one more set. One more. Well, you get the cell, don't you, where they're... The Doctor and Stephen and Dodo are. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. They shouldn't have spent all that money at Chester Zoo getting the animals. Wow. Well, well, How yeah. did they get the animals? I don't know. Um, uh, the Ark was the first time a female writer, a woman, hey? was credited on the show. Huh. Though the extent of Leslie Scott's contribution was rather small. Um, Are we sure? What do you mean? Oh, are they just saying that? Well, I don't know. Um, Right, we'll put your name in it, but we'll just say that you didn't really do much. How's that for you? Yeah, fine. I'll get you a tenner. (laughs) It's, um, yeah, so that's that's it, really. Um, Any bits that stick out in your mind? I mean, the music's pretty good. It's all reused. Yeah, it's... When the music bits. sticks, it sticks with me. Yeah. Uh, when I like it, but I really can't remember it. Tristan Carey's stuff is reused in this one. It's There's some chilling bits. It's all uh, music concrete, really. You get the timpani thing when the monoids bring the dead body out to put it on that stupid truck and fling it into space. You dum, dum, dum. And Dodo says something like, oh, it sounds like a ritual. Well, who's playing that? That's very meta, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, the acting. When the invisible people speak. All look up to the ceiling. They're invisible people. They're not going to be up there, are they? How do you know? Because you'd hear them. They'd be in front of you. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. That's about it, really, isn't it? Any standout bits for you? Hmm. I think we covered them. You know, the, the cart and yeah. the f- army scene. <clears throat> the army scene. Um, I really like the design of the... Uh, Monoids? Monoids. Uh, I don't. I like it up to here, up to the nose. Uh, above that, come on. I mean... I just, uh, first... Oh, I sent you the picture, didn't I? Yeah. Um, that was later. I think it was episode three, I think that was. But um, first time I saw him, I was like, holy fucking shit, that's really cool. I was yeah, really, well, really you see impressed. Him straight away, really, don't yeah, you? Yeah, moving the eyes. Yeah, I, I, was, I just was impressed. I'm not too sure why, because it's obvious what it is. Yeah. Um. I just wish. Usually, when you have a slave race like that, there's a bigger monster. You know, like, yeah, because you'd have that, them as fodder to be able to kill, be killed off. Pawns. Yeah. Um, to display how horrific yeah. the real monster is, but no, Nothing. they are the. They're not really monsters, just a bit 
bit, bit of a tiff, aren't they? Well, I think... There wasn't even... They didn't even play on the dynamic of slaves uprising, you know, themes and that. It was just... Well... It just happened and they they lost anyway. I think one of their big problems is that through... From episode three hmm. and four, when they suddenly can speak... Yeah. They just constantly tell you what's going to happen next in the story. Yeah. So it's sort of like, well, I don't, I don't really need to watch. It's kind of like the uh, Slorians. I remembered. Yeah, they kinda do. Like yeah, the they do that. Of we're going to do this now. Yeah, this is here. At least these are faster. They're just info dumps. Yeah, constant, constant. info dumpers. I found that. Oh, that is a thing I wanted to bring up actually. Uh, all the way through, it's just info dumping. Yes, a lot. There's a though. lot of exposition for no apparent reason. A hell of a lot, um, especially when uh, they first go into the jungle, and I think Dodo asks uh, all yeah, the yeah. questions. But the thing with Dodo, ha- what do you think of Dodo? Um, I think Hartnell is horrible to her. Speak properly. Yeah, I bet- Hartnell. I prefer Dodo and Stephen. Stephen is a handsome man, isn't he? He's supposed Peter to be... Peter Purvis he's went on to, to Blue Peter. Hey. Yeah. He's um, anti-masker as well, apparently. Oh, God. Um, well, not confirmed. Um, but what was I going to say? You ever seen him wear a mask? No. Oh, um, strange. This might be a bit controversial, but Ian... Who's Ian? Because I said Ian before. Ian Chesterton. Not Stephen, the companion. The Yeah. What? His real name's Ian. No. I was going to say, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? How do I remember his real name? Hartnell's first set of companions. Oh, that's who I was thinking of, Ian. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Ian. I'm not a big fan of any of the companions earlier on. I mean... They, they all lack the same. You I can't... don't even think I'm a big fan of Barbara. And I know everybody has just shit themselves right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I just... I don't think they really do anything for me. No. And they're on a pedestal. You know I don't know what it is. I don't like Hartnell anymore. Really? Oh, no, I, I like Hartnell. I, I really think he's don't. got some cracking stories as well. It's very overlooked, the Hartnell era. And oh, it's not even because... I don't even think it's because of the whole David Bradley thing of, like, it's just racist. Like, there's no Oh, no, bollocks to that. I just... Yeah, go on. I just think... I don't know. I think it's so... F- it's so like in the mists of time mm. that it's sort of well, mm. you know, it's just it was crap there. So you may as well start with Tom Baker, or you know, but the, the, honestly, there's some absolute cracking stories in Hartnell's. Mm. I like the War Machines, Dalek Invasion of Earth, the Daleks. I mean, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, what else is there that's a cracker? You got the Gunfighters after this. Um, Web Planet? You liked that one, didn't you? Edge of Destruction we've done. I think when Hartnell's bad, they're bad. They are bad. I think the thing is, with Hartnell especially, if the first episode doesn't get you, you've had it. It's hard going Well, you said this one does. Yeah. Until... Um, No, but I mean, if you're not... If you can... if the it's, first episode doesn't interest you, yeah. like I, I like the first episode because I like the whole cold. Well, you said thing. it was split into two parts, really, though, isn't it? Well, yeah, and I can't decide which. I think I prefer episode 
one and two. Of course, yeah. The other ones are three and four are laughable. Bit, yeah, yeah. And I think the main problem with it, or one of them, is that the story just stops and then it has to start again. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a clever idea. Like, I like the idea of that. It's like, right, and we're done here. Oh, shit, we're back. Yeah. Oh, Christ, it's all kicking Imagine off. Imagine watching that on TV. Yeah. That would be pretty, pretty cool. But, like, it, there's nothing There's but, nothing there. Like you're getting ready to put your pyjamas on. Yeah. Shit. Hang on. It's... Ooh. That's pretty cool. But, yeah, so I think it's okay. I don't hate it. I, I quite liked it. I, I don't like it as much as I thought I liked it. Mm. And I'm sure I used to really like this one. I think that's valuable, though, because it means that even if you thought you liked it and you got nostalgia for it, doesn't mean it's good. And you no. can recognise it when it's bad. Yeah, I, I don't think it's bad. I just, you can recognise when it's shit. I think the store, the premise of the story is great. Yeah. I think I, it's really, I, honestly, really strong. I don't, I don't think it's bad either. The two episodes uh, three and four are bad, unequivocally. You can't argue with that. They're bad. Yeah. Um... But yeah, the setup. It just has to set up twice. And yeah, it's a good is a idea. Problem. It just suffers from that. Um, there's a lot of padding, I yeah. think, in three and four. A lot of padding. Where we just get to keep getting explained the plot over yeah. and over again. Like we know what's It's, it's what, draining. We, yeah. We it can is see draining. It. Um But I, yeah. Yeah. I, to be honest then, I'd half should we go into ratings? Already. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> How long we got? Ten minutes. Um, um, go on then. Uh, now, I want to go amber, but I'd never recommend this to anyone. Mm. But uh, I suppose if we go, I'd probably never watch it again. So what does that mean? Have you watched any of them again? Uh, no, not no. so far. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, but I want to. Like, I want to watch Andrzejewski again. Yeah. Especially, I think Amrazani, I think my favourite episode all too. Because it, yeah. off the record, always reminds me of Leroy on the day when we went to hospital. So that's stuck in my mind. Oh, uh, yeah, it was all, that one, wasn't it? Yeah. Stuck in my mind, that yeah. one. So I, I, I like that. Now I will have nostalgia for a Doctor Who episode and all of them. Yeah. Because it's linked to a memory. Mm. So I like that. Um, no, I'm going to go Amber. That's fair. Yeah, because the effects um, and the premise. Yeah. I really enjoyed them. Really enjoyed them. But when you think of how much bad there is, it's overwhelming. But it just had a charm to it. Yeah. As they always do. Um, but when I knew it was Hartnell, I'm starting to learn the language of Hartnell, Hartnell's era now. Mm. I know what I'm up for. It's either going to be really really boring like Web Planet and doesn't really make a lot of sense and it's just depressing. Web Planet's really depressing. It is yeah down in it. <laughs> yeah. Um or it's just gonna be very good. Yeah. Uh and this was a very weird in between which I wasn't prepared for. And that was fresh and I think that's what why I like it. Um but I'm gonna go Amber. That's fair. I'm gonna go Amber. I would I think the story's okay. Mm. There's some dreadful acting in it. Mm. It's a nice introduction for Dodo. She appeared very briefly at the end of the last she's, story. She appears in a night scene of almost something, yeah. doesn't she? What's so, that about? 
It's uh, from the previous story, or yeah, from the previous story. They don't tend to do that anymore, do they? No, like carry carry through, which is strange because the episodes do carry over in yeah. their stories. But anyway, sorry. But yeah, so she she appeared like really briefly at the end of the massacre from the last story. Uh, don't really remember a lot about the massacre because I think I, I thought, I thought it was crap. Um, but I think it's a nice introduction for her. I mm. think it's directed really well. Mm. Yeah, I forgot what that is. I think the sets are great for the most part. Mm-hmm. Interesting, mm-hmm. well dressed. Um, I think everybody it's, it's, is acting. It's quite. Um, I got a like um, ancient Rome vibe from it. Yeah, the city. It's yeah. I know what you mean, especially in the Comfy. costume. Mm. I think yeah, the costumes are a bit odd. I don't know what it is about. When people think of the far-flung future, it just means you wear less. Mm. Like, if I was wearing that skirt, awful. I think one of the best representations I've seen of the the future is a film called, and all the people are going to roll their eyes, her. Because uh, all the film students love it. But the costume production design is lovely. I can't think what her is. Um, it doesn't really matter. But... <coughs> Um, their interpretation of the future, yeah, it's relatively near future, like hundred years or so, um, is that instead of like wearing less stuff like that, they've gone all in with uh, how comfortable things are, right? And how um, everyone kind of looks like hipster in it, but it's all—it's like my idea of hell. No, it's 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 like every comfort is the number one part. You seen the fly? Yeah, it's dead annoying. Just clocked it like yeah. a cat. Yeah. Now you, you'll see it now. It knows you've clocked it. Yeah, they maximise comfortability. Yeah. And you never see Dr. Who do that. No, it's always like just paper skirts. Yeah, like it looks really Like the Dominators, those completely like, unflattering dresses. Yeah. Or like really sharp, jaggedy dresses. and yeah. It's just mad. I think, I don't like the monoids. And they still they still do that in New Who. Hmm. Uh, where realistically... I think Wally does it best. He's never seen him pick out Wally. Wow. He'll have just a fat fuck at the end. Because mm. that's just the way it's going to go. Because technology is just going to do it for us. I don't like the monoids. Oh, okay, sorry. And I think that's a big issue. Uh, the crap, but... If you... Yeah. I, I really thought there'd be another monster. Yeah, that, I think, I didn't yeah. know they were the ones. They just don't... There's not enough to them for it to have any any meaning but I think the story's pretty good I think the script is pretty good dialogue isn't but I don't know if that's down to the actors yeah it's hard to tell I really like just think about it the invisible people what well, I don't know what they're called refusions um, yeah oh, the ref- refusions I like how they're introduced to the story quite later on and it's a surprise it's a nice thing to keep you going and it slips into the next episode yeah it all it doesn't feel tacky like you know when you slips into the next episode, the next story. No, it doesn't. It's nothing to do with the refusions. The next story. I know, but oh, like the invisible. Oh, yeah, right, like okay. that will slip into the next story, yeah. which I really like that. And my episode forty-two tried to do something similar, butchered it. Well, we'll get to that one. Yeah, but I'm gonna. Uh, I would go amber. Mm. I don't think I can. I was the same, but I want to be easy on it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean I'm going to blame all the actors and uh, costume designer. 
I'm going to go a, a light red. It's not crap. It orange. Isn't. Yeah. Orange. Orange. I'll go orange as well. I'll go orange they as well. They are, then. So, amber. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Oh, right. Um, so, I've decided we both hate this episode. Okay. Oh, do the jingle first. Uh, fucking love Purgatory. You know what? Can you just recommend a Purgatory episode for me to watch? Actually, you know what? I'm going to watch them all from start to finish. Nice. Purgatory Zero. I just love him. I really bonded with him. Oh, I'm going to skip the ones I've watched, though. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I've decided I'm going to put on a timer. 42 minutes. Right. To make sure we don't go over, because I we really don't like this episode. Well, let's let's. Well, do you not want to do um, a game? Yes. Okay. It's time for episode. No, it's not. It's time for round three of special battleships. It's your move. Does everybody want to talk a bit louder and come in and then... <laughs> look out. Do you want to come in and look out? I, I still don't know what that means. See you later. Bye. Bye. Oh, where's my pen? It's uh, my turn to shoot you this week, isn't it? It is. Right. Um, 12 I. 12... I is Miss. Join us next week for another edition of Special Battleships. So forty two. Coming up. So forty two. Like I said, I'm gonna limit this to forty two minutes. Like in the vein of the episode. Nice. Awful. I really, really don't like chibbers. Okay. Really, really don't like him. Yeah, we are. I've got a timer on. 42 minutes starting now. Hmm. <sighs> 42. <laughs> Season 3. Episode 7. Air date was the 19th of May. You see, I'm trying to make it slower. Don't have to talk about it so far as much. 2007. Uh, Chris wrote it. Graham directed it. I think I say, is that Graham? It is Graham. Do you want a fact about Graham to waste a bit more time? Go on. Caves of Androzani. He directed Caves of Androzani. Did, yeah, Graham Harper. People uh-huh. gush over Graham Harper. Not quite sure why. Um... He likes to shoot through things. Like, you know. Ow. Uh, there is one shot in this that is beautiful. Can I guess what it is? Go on. Is it where Martha's in the pod? No. Oh, right. It's when the tenant's looking at the sun. Oh, right. Oh, just the whole frame of it. Not when Tenant, like the, the camera's on Tenant, mm. just when he's looking at the sun and we had the shot of the sun. Oh, right, okay. Oh, shit. Shit. Oof. Um. Anyway, directed by Graham, produced by Phil. Mm. 
visit by our Lord and Saviour. Maureen. Correct. Fun fact, I didn't watch this with you. No. I didn't watch this by myself. Did you not? I watched this with one of my best friends, Ben. Oh. What did they think? Uh, It's all shit. Oh. Yeah. Um, They used to watch Doctor Who. Uh, Up until... uh, Peter Capaldi, I think. Season 7. Right. And dropped out. That's fair. And I concurred. Yeah. I concurred. It's awful. That's fair. It's awful. Uh, Do you want a synopsis? Aren't they coming on the podcast soon? Maybe. 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 Right, well, we won't hold any hopes for that. Uh, Ben said that Blink, not that it's their favourite episode, but Blink, Mm. they remember it, like, most. Right. Well, you're going to need all the help you can get when it comes to Blink. Yeah. I'm not not a massive fan of it. No. Um, so probably on your side, but I think it'd be good for another somebody else. Yeah. Oh well, to right. Be we'll, there. well, forty-two. Oh, oh, I was. Can we talk about this stuff? <laughs> uh, it's just anyway. Snopsis. The tenth Doctor and Martha follow a distress signal, only to be trapped on a spaceship hurtling towards a sun with only forty-two minutes till left till impact. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Act 1. Answering a distress signal, the Doc and Martha arrive on a hot spaceship that will hit the sun in 42 minutes. The engines aren't working, so the Doc says they should just escape in the TARDIS. However, whoever designed the ship thought it'd be a good idea to release excess heat inside the ship. (laughs) So in the room they just came out of, that's all the heat ventilating out in that room. Yeah. Doesn't make any and sense. And you'd imagine that at the end of the story, when they go back there, it'd all be scorched. It's For, not. Force field. Yeah, it's not. Force field. What, on the room? Yeah. Right. Um, so anyway, the TARDIS is fucked, and then they find out that the captain's husband, Hal... <coughs> mm, did it say it was that? Uh, ...is wriggling around a lot in the engine room. So the dot goes there... Then he goes back to the rest of the crew. Hal kills someone. Oh. I bet that set reeked. Yeah. I'd be like this. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it. It's just going to be me talking, isn't it? I mean, what do you want me to say? Thoughts. Crap. Crap. This is the worst one I've chosen so far. Oh, I don't know, but it's close. I think the premise is great. Or am I just lying? Don't know. No, I think when when they first land, it's interesting. No, it isn't. No, it's, it's just not. crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crap. I'm trying to think of something good to say. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, Chris Chibnall can't write no. for Doctor Who. Don't gasp at home. It's <laughs> shit. Yeah. Absolute shit. Now, I'm going to jump the gun here. Mm. Can I just uh, can I spill my load? Do it. Ooh. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. What's with the pub quiz? Shit. Now, what? me and Ben talked about this. We paused it and talked about it for a good 10 minutes, Crap. trying to work out why. Why is this? A, why, for one, are the engines at the end of how many doors? 30-something? 
auxiliary Are you engines. Asking me? Yeah. Oh fuck no. Like Thirty something doors. That when they were drunk one night, they decided to put questions on each thing. So if it's an emergency, like now. Yeah. <laughs> and also, <laughs> they read the question about yeah. Elvis Presley and the Beatles, don't yeah. they? So in the future, people don't know how to read, I'm assuming. Beatles, Elvis Presley. They wrote those questions. So how do they not know? Well... It was a past crew on the ship. Was it? it? Yeah. And the captain in the scene after says she knows everything to do with that ship and the crew. Right. Well, you don't. Can I carry on? David Tennant. Mm. (laughs) When Martha's drifting away in her pod and he has to go outside. Yeah. He has to go outside to bring the pod back with a magnet. And the button to do that is outside the spaceship. How close to the sun are they? Fair. Well, by that point, 20 minutes away. Let's just all take a moment to realise the engines aren't working. Nope. And how strong is the gravitational pull of the sun? It's what's keeping us here now. So why is the spaceship taking so long to hit the sun? And how come when David Tennant opens... Sorry. When the Doctor opens the the hatch to go and flick the switch to bring her back, why does he not just get sucked into the sun? Pass. Yeah. Also, why is the escape pod... Yep. On the corridor, conveniently, for the engine room. And why didn't they all just wait? The spaceship is spinning, isn't it? Yeah. Why don't they all just get in the escape pod and just wait until it's pointing the right way and go... Because the gravity will pull them into the sun Will it? Well, apparently, you can go outside. It's fine. You know, that was supposed to be an extended scene. Was it? Where Tenant was supposed to actually go... Outside a spaceship and crawl or something. How strong is that magnet to bring it back as well? To defeat the laws of physics when you're that close to the sun. Yeah. That magnet can draw back. Yeah. Fucking strong that. What else? Um. Well, the can, ice can we just, machines. Can I read out Act Two? What? Because then we'll. All right then. Um. I, I do want to say one thing about it. Go on, then. Uh, the sets, they're so detailed. I thought they were great. They're okay. Okay, they're not great, but they're still at least believable. Yeah. It's the only thing in this that is. It is, though, isn't it? Yeah. You just don't want to give it it. Um, no. Ben said something cool. Yeah. They should have made the sun a different colour. That's fair. They said it should be like blue or green or something. Well, you know when that's Martha's, really cool. Yeah, when Martha's at the beginning. So I'm not. I'm not just ignoring that comment. That's all right. Uh, right, at the, but you uh, will. Uh, yeah, cast it aside. <laughs> when, I'm just gonna put that. There. I'm just gonna file that in the bin. When Shredder Martha at the beginning <laughs> is looking at the sun. Yeah. Let's just let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> and when David Tennant is staring into the sun. That close. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. Is that it? Staring into the sun. Yeah, I know, but is yeah. there anything after that, or is it just staring into the sun? Why are they not blinded? <sighs> the sun's alive. Do you know what? I often work out if things are alive or dead just by staring at them. It's alive. Can you open your mouth, please, David, and say the line again? Well, I'm guessing the sun entered him in that moment, and he felt it. Well, yeah. Act two. To get back to the girl, Hal killed, the doc and friends pass through locked doors and answer trivia questions. Once there, they bicker. Once there, they bicker a bit. Then they hear he's killed another person. Hal converts a guy called Ashton, and now there's two of the cunts. Ashton chases after Martha and her boyfriend, and they lock themselves into an escape pod and should have died because they're all just fucking stupid. Uh, the doc saves them by reaching for a lever outside the ship and Ashton is froze to death. There's a lot of levers in this episode that if you turn, it either powers the whole station down... Kills everybody. ...or turns on a massive magnet that's more powerful than the sun. Yeah. Unbelievable. Did you see the, the visor man? Yeah. He turned the lever, locked everyone out of the system. Yeah. That's it. End of the gun. Where's that lever? On. Did you notice what was the power? You know when David Tennant needs freezing? Yeah. In the MRI scanner? Yeah. Apparently <laughs> does everything, yeah. uh, including just makes ice. Yeah. The the plug, the, the switch to turn it off mm. is in the engine room. Yeah. Right. Switch it off, switch it off, switch it off. Wait for the lift. Ding. Trivia. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you got to answer a question to get into the engine room. Um, what engine oil should you use for the engine? <laughs> I think it's five forty. Oh, I thought it's wrong. Patient dead. Awful. It's really bad writing, though. Yeah, it like, is really. It's... I don't think you can argue. I don't know if I have got something against Chris Chibnall. Yeah, but this is but this awful. Is... I'm not being right. It's let, dire me just, let me have a look. Right, this went through drafts as well. I want to see what stories he's written, not been the showrunner of, because I want to. I'll know- just finish Act Two first. Go on then. Um, the doc saves them by reaching for a lever outside the ship, and Ashton is froze to death somewhere else. Turns out the sun is alive and affects the doc like it did with Hal. Right, Chris Chibnall. Aye wrote this. Did he? He did. You never know. Right. We're going to ignore Torchwood. We're just going to go for what he's written for Doctor Who. Now, bear in mind, he is now the showrunner of Doctor Who. Could you imagine if if Jodie Zero had a good showrunner? How good it looks as yeah. well. you got some decent actors there as well. So he wrote 42. <sighs> then he wrote The Hungry Earth Cold Blood. Hungry of cold blood. What are they? Again? I'm just gonna have a look now. It's oh, isn't it the um... Amy's crack? Amy's in a crack, not rather. <laughs> yeah, it is that one? It's the. Um... Has it got the Silurian in it? Yeah, that's the one. It's the first one where you see the Silurians and the New Who. Yeah. 
since Warriors of the Deep. Uh, it wasn't great. It didn't look it. Then after that, it's Pond Life. What's that one? I don't know. I don't know. Series 7. Uh, oh, Series 7 was bad. Oh, it's the one with the Ood on the toilet. What? It's the one with the Ood on the toilet. Uh, no, that's... that's um, that's Oh, a, shit. That's it's... an extra. That's not an episode. Yeah, it's not an episode. Yeah, that's... Uh, Sorry. I what they're called. I do apologise. A webcast. Yeah, that's it. Um, dinosaurs on a Spaceship. It wasn't that it's bad. It's okay. Yeah. Oh, do you remember it? Yeah. It wasn't that it's bad. It's not that bad. It sounds... Dave Bradley's in it as well. Crap. Sounds... Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yeah. CBBC. That, was that your right? Slorin's uh, was something to do with that as well. Yeah. The Power of Three. <sighs> What's that again? Uh, oh, hang on. Sorry. Oh, it's the... It's a unit story, isn't it? With a stupid little box. Oh, I really didn't like that episode. And then he did another webcast one, and now he's showrunner. Wow. So based on that track record... We've got one, maybe two, that's all right. Yeah. And then since then, he's... Has he written... How many has he written? He definitely wrote The Woman Who Fell to Earth, I think. (sighs) Man. I'm not being funny. Yeah, written by Chris Chibnall. What came next? Ghost Monument. I think he wrote that as well. He's not a very good writer. He did write that. And then after that, Rosa. Rosa's in this. What? Rose, the actress who plays Rosa. Really? She's the medical Oh, woman. yeah. It's Rosa, oh, yeah, isn't yeah. it? I was like, oh, shit. Rosa's not that bad. I think Rose is the best thing he's written. Yeah, but it's the least sci-fi one, isn't it? Yeah. And it's Chris Chibnall and somebody else who wrote it. Right. So they wrote it. I really don't get it. Anyway, we've only got like 20 minutes left. <laughs> Go on, what are you going to say? I was going to just say another bit that sticks out like a sore thumb for me is, you know, the character, Arena. In my episode? Yeah. Yeah. You can't remember who that is, can you? I'm just really bad with names. Exactly. She is the character who gets killed off when the... Ashton gets her, didn't he? Yeah, she yeah. goes to go and get spanners and stuff, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. We're supposed to feel a bit of sympathy for this character. Do you know how much screen time she had until this point? 33 seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, do this. Get that. Fetch this. Bring that. Oh, I just wish I could go and die. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, it's awful. It is... Absolutely crap. Uh, the two episodes <laughs> after this are actually really good. Well. <laughs> they are. It's, They're really decent. I think the only thing that I thought was good is the CGI. No. No, 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 no. Oh, right, no. okay. No, really, it's really bad. No. Okay. No. Well, it doesn't matter what we... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um... This, I think... Oh, I'll save it till the end. No, go on. No, no, it's my like, wrap-up review. Um, so, can we talk about Martha? Yeah. She is the worst companion of New Who. Instantly but, falls uh, in love with a random apart bloke. Apart from like the obvious, like, Nardole, stuff like that. I asked Ben about that, by the way. Yeah. Hates him. Hates him in real life as well. Thinks he's a creep. He's horrible. 
made fun of a guy in a wheelchair. Oh, right. Well, really? Let's hate him. He's a cunt. Yeah, um, um, yeah Martha's really, really bad. She's so underwritten. It is just a replacement for Billy Piper. How many Doesn't hoops? Work. How many hoops does Martha have to jump through? This is midway through the season, isn't it? Uh, some would say this episode confirms her as a companion because she gets the key. Yeah, she gets a key and she gets her phone done. Yeah, that happens to Rose on her first adventure with the Doctor. Mm. Martha's first episode, she's fantastic. I do like Martha. I like Martha, but she. Fuck she me. gets nothing to do. Nothing. She is just there to just... Look pretty. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's really, really, really bad. Her first episode is fantastic, though. She's like with Clara. Ju- with a jejun? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like proper... If you think about it, she's on it from the get-go. Like, don't open the window. <laughs> Fucking hell. Don't open windows. Mm. We'll all die. Oh, yeah. These are doctors. Um, yeah. Oh, don't think of that. And the doctor's impressed by that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, that kiss at the end. Of the- anyway, uh, and she properly like, is willing to sacrifice herself at the end to save the patient. Yeah, it's fantastic. And she's always willing to sacrifice herself for the doctor, mm. and he doesn't give a shit. Really. No. Um, and there's an interesting scene in this where uh, interesting to look at, not interesting, you know, to actually watch. Mm. Um, doesn't make sense. Anyway, uh, when Tennant is fried. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, you've got to get him to the ice thing. Isn't this the point where the companion has to take over the situation? Well, she says... So like Donna would, like Rose would. Well... She just does exactly what she's told, like a little baited bitch. She sa- he says... It's um, really disappointing. Well, he, he's in the polo mint, isn't he? Getting frozen. <laughs> and then she he says, um, go and do this thing. And she says, I'm not leaving you. Yeah. I'll be back in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, the writing... Uh, Awful. I can't, I can't even put it into words, like Chris Jimmel, really. I can't put it into words <laughs> mm. how crap the dialogue... Not even just the dialogue. The ideas. Who checked this? He, Chris Chibnall had worked with Russell T. Davis on Torchwood. I'm not a big fan of Torchwood. I think it's crap. I think it's okay. Um, and he was the he wrote a lot of season one, I think, of Torchwood. Christ did, yeah. Christ, He's, he did a big. He did had a quite a big role with Torchwood. Oh, not Doctor. No, yeah, yeah. Chris Chibnall with Torchwood, and then Russell T Davis said to him, "Do you want to write a Doctor Who? Hmm. I want you to do it on a spaceship." And apparently, they bounced all these ideas around. Like, yeah, we'll do the forty-two minutes thing because I think twenty-four. Yeah, because of 24 at the time. And we'll do the pub quiz. That'll be funny, won't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> um, and I just think, was nobody else there that being like Russell, just telling to, you know, tone it down a bit? No, I think it'll be great. I think the problem with season 25 is it's a, it's a bit bland. Russell doesn't feel like that. No, I know, but Chris Gerbil does. Oh, what, okay. what, what did he say? He made a comment, didn't he, about... Uh, have you seen the clip of him? Go on. We're down 16 minutes. Nearly there. Nearly there. Do you want to hear a Randy Newman song just to fill out no. four and a half minutes? Chris. I've put Christ. Christ. Chinball. Yeah! <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the new one. Written by Chris Chinball. 
Okay, here we go. Please bear in mind, this is Chris Jibble reviewing 42 in 1986. What? Who's that? Here we go. Yes, she is admittedly a very good actress. She just has to restrain herself. There's Chris. She seems very theatrical at the moment. Well, but she does a lot of pantomime, doesn't she? Well, yes, I mean, um, <laughs> does Doctor Who fit into that role? But it's, uh, are you happy with the new series, Chris? It doesn't seem to um, have much to it. It hasn't improved that much since it went off the air. It could have been a lot better. It could have been slightly better written, especially the, the last story. Why? The same problem that it was too complicated? Well, not, that, not only that, but it was also very clichéd. It was very oh routine, God. running up and down corridors and sitting Oh, my God. Oh, so my God. Is that your opinion, Ian, as well? Well, it's rather uh, complicated. Sorry, Ian, I just want... I want chillers. Sorry, Ian. You've got to keep concentrating, haven't you, Chris? Um, what would you like to ask them? What is this about? Sorry. What so this episode? is an interview. You said this about 42 in 1980. I was like, what? Well, yeah, he's just... Yeah, it's... It's a program called Open Air, yeah. where they invite members of the public to talk about things that have happened. Right. Or, you know, TV things. And they're talking about Doctor Who in 1986. Right. And Chris Chibnall, as a fan, comes on in front of Pip and Jane Baker, the writers of some of the stories. No. And just, yeah. So this is what he had oh to say. God. Can I get back to the episode now? Yeah. I really don't like Chibball. Chinball, sorry. Chinball. Chris Chinball. Uh, I, I really, mean, really don't like I'm him. I'm not here to bash Chris Chinball. I but am. You're not a good writer, Chris. I'm not either. Well, it, oh, it's just crap. Anyway. It's crap. I, sorry. Um. Uh, yeah, Martha's shit. She's the worst companion, I think, we've had. I think she's well acted. It's, no, just, it's, it's not her fault at all. Uh, oh, right, it's okay. Harry Wright. Yeah, if yeah, he followed the on character. from episode one, she would yeah. have been Clara. Like, she would have been Clara before Clara. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm re- it just pisses me off. This, this is the worst one I think I've chosen. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, oh, do you know that guy who types on the keyboard? Fucking hell, it's the worst I've ever seen. Uh, we, I, I asked you this the other day, didn't I? Yeah. How is it that actors... Oh, is that na- what you asked me? Yeah. Actors nowadays, yeah. I think from 2000 onwards probably, Yeah. who have obviously, they've got access to a computer. 
They have seen a keyboard before. Mm-hmm. Why can nobody type? I don't know. In a convincing way. I don't know. Like you said, they either type all on one side. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Or they just stab, just punch everything in. The thing is, he was stabbing a numpad. Oh, it's just crazy. A number pad. Absolute and shit. Martha to open, oh, what did she open? She just opens a door. She just opens a door in, on a spaceship and she whacks a number pad yeah. and it opens. Yeah. And there's a lot of, the, well, you know when the, the nasty people with the shiny eyes just punch the control panel? Yeah. That means jettison. Right. So just remember that. If you're ever stuck anywhere, like in a lift, punch the control mm-hmm. panel, put your fist through it and yeah. it'll, it'll work. Or just whack it a yeah. bunch of times. Just hit it. Awful. Um... But yeah, I think the only good thing in this episode, really, is that shot when you, we're looking at the sun. Yeah. Because the framing's just lovely. You've got like a bit of the ship on the left. I think you can see his helmet looking at it as well. Pardon? Hey? David? Uh, David! Like, uh, oh, it's really, really good shot. Anyway, um, I want to move on to something, my hypothesis. You what, sorry? My hypothesis. Yes. My hypothesis. Um, Hypothesis. No. (laughs) Hypothesis. Sounds like a thyroid something. Thyroid disease. Um, I don't know what a thyroid is. What's a thyroid? It's a droid. On your thigh. On your thigh. Right. Um, So I've heard you talk about doctors and being in pain and who can act it, who can't. Do you think Tennant can do pain? Can I preface this by saying Tennant gives it his all, mm. but it just looks like he needs a shit. Now, he's a teeth actor, isn't he? I think that's the problem. And why does he have to do that? What do you mean? When you're writhing in pain, yeah. the last thing you're going to do is talk a, a, you know, out a huge monologue yeah. while you're supposed to be writhing in pain. Right, Tenant, Tenant, yep. What I'm going to need you to do is Aye. just be really in pain, all right, and say this paragraph. Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Oh. You, no one ever no. does that. How do you act that? I don't know. It's a fair use to him. Yeah, I suppose. How the fuck do you act that? I, when he's in pain in the... Actually, when he's getting frozen. Yeah. I, he's in pain. Yeah. It's, I it's, believe yeah. that. When he's crawling on the floor, though. Right. Um, he's, he's brilliant at it. Now, but thing is, that when I'm judging acting like that, I really don't like it because, like, I've never acted. I no. don't know what good acting is. It's just if it's believable to me, and I really want to defend him because that's not realistic. I think I've said be- huge fucking monologue while he's supposed to be writhing in pain. I think I've said before. Let me try again. Go. On. I think I've said before. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of Tenant. Um, Have I mentioned that? No. If you go back a couple of episodes, <laughs> just see what I said. I really, really don't like him, and mm. it does not. It does no favors. Yeah, and you convinced story. me of that. He used to be one of my favorites, but he's, he's all right. I'm not a massive fan. I think he's all right for like three stories. Yeah, and then after that, he just falls into comfort. In the two after this, two episodes after this, he's got he's back in. Yeah, he's not really playing the doctor though. He's just playing yeah. the normal guy. Well, I think Tom Baker falls into that as well, where like half of it, he's he's both the best Doctor mm. and the worst. 
Mm. Like, when he's on form, mm. un- unstoppable. Why don't you say it again? When is an actor there who's better than him? He sick of exactly. that now. Yeah, but it's true. It is true, though. Well, is true. David Tennant is only good when he's not the best actor he's in the a, room. Mm, good to you. No, I think he's serviceable. He's annoying. I'm not saying... I don't think he's a bad actor. No, he's I definitely have, not a bad actor. I haven't seen him definitely in enough not. things, really, to have... See, I've seen him in quite a few things. I think the last thing I've seen him in is Good Omens. Oh, with Michael... No, it's not. It's a... Oh, it was a... Des. New BBC. Des. What's Des? Is it not that? No, a new oh. BBC show. It was like three episodes long. It uh, stars Hugh Laurie. As a, a politician. Oh, right. oh yeah, I think I know he what you mean. He played a character in that, I think. Yeah. Brilliant. Like, not the show, him. I think he's okay. I think I think the world likes to believe that David Tennant's yeah. this big star. And I don't mean it in a harsh way, but I just don't see it. Right. Like, it, it always seems that David Tennant is just about to break Hollywood. I know what you mean. Like it's well, he as hasn't if, like, really been, has he, really? He's going to be the new spy. Not that you have to, to be successful or, like, stuff like that. No. But, but no, it always... It feels like his management push him. It's like, we'll get you this role. Yeah, though. he just turns it down. He's a mysterious man, though, isn't he? Yeah. All right. No need to be mean. And he married his daughter. Me? No, he didn't. What? Oh, he did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Act three. Uh, Martha does what she... My, my eyes... I need to bring me glasses. Yes. Act three, Martha does what she's told and freezes the dock to free him from the sun's grasp, then releases the fuel vents to replenish the sun. I don't know what that means. This is what Can I say. just... No, let me finish. And this, then the spaceship flies away, all is well. Hal and the captain get sucked off. Martha makes a soft pawn with her new boyfriend and she gets her own key to the TARDIS. Her mum is miserable. Right. I hate her mum. I hate her <laughs> mom. The sun is alive. Right? Can we just skip it? No, hang on. Oh. The sun is alive. I don't know. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm saying... I don't... I'm just saying. <laughs> the sun is alive. Mm. So the sun, this being that lives in the sun, takes over these people yeah. to get no, the energy men. back. Men. Takes men. over these men yeah. to get the energy back that they've taken from the sun. Yeah. When the ship is literally, what, 20 minutes away from crashing into it? Hmm. So why go to the trouble to do that, knowing that you're going to get it anyway? Shits and gigs. Yeah. Can I skip to the end? Another issue. Do you want, yeah. At the end, we get that phone tapping scene, don't oh, we? Oh, can I speak about this? Well, I'm no, pretty I wanna sure say, I wanna say, that's no, not I'm... how phone tap. Oh, go on. Yeah, that's not what I'm Oh, saying. right. Sorry. I'm pretty sure that's not how phone tapping works. You have to be in the room. Well, no. Like, they've gone to Martha's mom's house. Yep. Right? Yep. And they've tapped the phone. Yep. So, presumably, they've been sat there for weeks waiting for Martha to phone. Yeah. That's not how it works, is it? They turn up at the house and they're like, right, well, phone your daughter. No. Because she calls her mum three times in this. Yeah. One at the beginning... And yeah, but we, I think we're meant to assume that she's always there. There. No, no, no. Are no, we no. not? No, because we don't see her. See yeah, but her is that unit. just at the end? I think it's a unit, isn't it? No, it's Harold Saxon's lot. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, well, so calls her in the TARDIS. Yeah. Then calls her again 
for the quiz. Oh, that's the first time. Calls her for the quiz. Yeah, because she's fiddling with the yeah, mouse. Yeah. And then her mum must have said to Harold Saxon things, yeah. she's contacted me. I've got her. Then he went and then called her again in the... Um, when pod. Pod, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking stupid. And then again at the end. Yeah. So after the first one, she must have, her mum must have said, she called she's her. Here. She's here. And... Um, the end of this episode is supposed to allude to you know it's it's proper close in yeah uh, on a face it got a really really bad shot like it's a proper close up of Martha's mum's face yeah it's a room too small so anyway um, and it pulls out and then we see Harold Saxon's lot oh my god what a right hang on you just saw it yeah and the other we just got that reveal before did we? Yeah. What do you mean? Like the shot and all the presentation supposed to lead up to the, you know, right at the end. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Like, oh shit. Yeah. She's not alone. Yeah. We know. Yeah. We've we just seen that. We've just seen it. it. Yeah. Waste of time, man. Yeah. I hate it. I really. <sighs> oh, well. Yeah, then. Why did freeze in the dock work, but they couldn't freeze the crew? Hang on. Never mind that. How close to the sun are they? Close. And they can make ice. Why is it the captain's fault again? Why does she want to commit suicide? Why the... the do you know what's really confusing about this story Go as on. well? Everybody's got surnames as well, haven't they? Yeah. And sometimes they call people by their first uh, name, and sometimes they call them by their... Surname. Nothing helps out the audience more. Fucking hell. What's the command? What's the captain's name? I don't know. Is it know. like they call him McGregor sometimes and they call her yeah. by her first name? Some A. I don't yeah. Know. And she is married to Hal, but Hal's yeah. got a different surname to her. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave that with you, Chibnall. What? Why? Why? I don't get it. Eight, seven, six, five, red, really red, blood red. It's shit. One. I'm going to give it a red. Right, fuck off. We're done. I hate it. I I think it's crap. I fucking hate 42. I think it's crap. It's the worst episode I've seen. It is. it, It ain't good. If anyone says we're negative... Go watch forty two. I tell you what, let's just change. Let's just flip that for a second because it doesn't matter what. No, <laughs> one positive thing about it. Uh, that shot, I said. Yeah, that's it. That one yeah. shot. You'll know when you see it because your eyes aren't bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> one positive thing from you. I like the shot of Martha in the pod going away from David. I like it too. Yeah, but the lead up to it is just Crap. fucking yeah. dumb. Pointless. Pointless. I hate it. Uh, but it doesn't matter what we think. I mean, that's why you're here, but it doesn't matter what we think. Let's do a bit of feedback. All right. Send us your feedback. Thank fuck for that. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. Send us your feedback. I liked it.
fun fact about that. Sound fact at the end. Yeah. Seen it, isn't it? It's a cat. Yeah. It's a cat. Right. Uh, anyway. We haven't received any feedback this week. Brilliant. Uh, the, the podcast is down 820%. <laughs> so, um, what do we do now? I don't know. Should we just say what we're going to do next time? Oh, God. Oh, I know what we're doing next time. Right, so next week... Oh, it's going to be so much better. We have got a very special episode. Well, lovely. <laughs> we're going to be... Oh, oh yeah. Where the pie's gone, Dave? Don't know. We're going to be joined by a very, very special guest. Mm. Would you like a clue who that is, Luke? Yes, please. Okay. Here's a clue for everybody at home. See if you can guess who this is. Mm. Oh, who could no be? fucking idea. So, mm. we're going to be doing... Cram? Is it Cram? It might be. Cram. Rack Nokram. <laughs> What's your name backwards? That's not his name backwards. Oh, oh, hang on, we're giving too much away. <laughs> so we're going to be joined by somebody next yeah. week. Mm. Somebody very exciting. They're yeah. lovely. You'll enjoy that. Yeah. You haven't got to listen to us as much. No. Do you want to go first with your story? So I chose two a two-part of Series 5. It's the finale. It's the Pandorica opens and the Big Bang. Mm. Uh the Doctor confronts an army of old enemies and the Pandorica opens. And then 13. Reality's last hope is a little girl who still believes in stars. Oh. Hey. That'd be nice. What's yours? Right. Now, everybody... I'm sure... Oh. Come on. We're going to go for season 17. Who's this? Serial 5. Who's this? Tom Baker. Yeah. Again. I am. I do apologise, everybody. Or, you're welcome, it's the Horns of Nymon. Is this infamous? It is infamous. Would you like a synop? Yeah. When the TARDIS collides with a spaceship en route to the planet Skonos... I can never remember how you say it. Is it Sconos? 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 Scones. 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 <laughs> the Fourth Doctor, Romana 2, and K9 soon uncover the horrific truth about its cargo. The ship is carrying young sacrifices for a powerful horned creature called the Nymon. But why is the creature so desperate for the delivery? And what other dangers await the time travellers? All will be no. All will be revealed at the centre of the labyrinth power complex on. S- all will be revealed. What? That made no sense. But why is the creature so desperate for the delivery? And what other dangers await the time travellers? Dot 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 dot. Do you think I like it? Yes. Good. Good. It'll be it'll be exciting. I haven't seen this for ages. You used to have it on VHS, didn't you? I wore it. <laughs> at, no, I haven't got it on DVD. I've only got it on VHS. Oh, got two copies, I think. If you like to borrow one, you got two copies of everything. Yeah, that's true. So 
yeah, so next week we're going to be doing the Horns of Nymon. Yeah. And we're going to be doing the Pandorica. No. Yes, the Pandorica opens and the Big Bang. Yep. Correct. Good. <laughs> so if you've got any feedback, anything, literally anything, anything. feel free what you to, have to tea. Yeah. Just send it in and we'll read it out. Uh, all the information is over the end theme, as always. So there we go. Horns and I'm on. Pandorica opens. The Big, Big Bang. Bang. Very special guest joining us next week. Very. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, get some feedback in there. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it for this week. Sorry, it's a bit short. Bit short, bit shit. <laughs> short and shit. Short and shit. We'll see you next week. All right then. Ta-ta now. You can send us your feedback and comments by contacting us on Twitter at Who Can Convince or send us an email to Who Can Convince You at gmail.com. You can also send us some audio feedback either as an attachment in an email or you can visit speakpipe.com forward slash Who Can Convince You. Be sure to leave us a rating and a review in your podcast platform to help people find us.